Okay. We are live. What's going on, everybody? It's me. It's Aaron Wittenstein, and we are here with Vulcan 7 Roadmap. This is how we teach you to take one, two, three, four listings a week, okay? And I brought a very good friend with me today, all the way from Newport Beach, California, Susan Waldron. Susan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're very, very welcome. You're very welcome. So, um, so, so, so like, you know, talk to me, like, um, you know, what's going on? What's new and exciting? Oh, the market. It's, it's actually Newport beach. Um, I, I was doing at, uh, sparks. I was looking at the stats and, okay. uh, yeah, I was looking at the stats and actually looking at the data because as I call call and as I'm getting these appointments, not only am I practicing scripts and just, you know, diving in and speaking, trying to get that appointment, but I'm also realizing in this market here, it's selling very quickly. Last year, it was like 20 days, yeah, to get offers accepted. And so now it's taking about like 10 days. So that's very exciting there. Mm-hmm. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. We have rising interest rates, right? That's we right. Have, I would assume lowering inventory. Is that right? It's the inventory has gone low. So therefore the demand here has been like, it's peaking up. So homes are selling a lot more quicker on the market and they're also increasing in price actually. So it's, I know I was in a coaching session and this is new for me. (laughs) Like I was like the agent, how come I don't know this? Yes. It's so weird, but you know, I hear, okay. So maybe I'm just like, what's the word? Um, ignorant. Okay. Cause right. I like to, I like to live in a bubble. You know what I mean? That's my thing, right. especially comes to real estate, my, my own bubble, which encompasses my market, my family and nothing else. All right. Same. And, am I, am I right? It's, it's the ignorance bubble. Same until yesterday. I was just like <laughs> these little nuggets. Right. And so now I'm on the, I'm on the phone and now I'm just like doing the three hours and, and now I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do the fourth hour because these properties are selling so quick that I need to inform sellers on the other side that were looking to sell last year, dropped out, maybe because they were waiting 20 days on the market, now letting them know that, hey, it's taking half time and I can prove it. So, all right. So you're putting in, you put in the normal three hours Mm -hmm. is that is that daily monday through friday monday through sunday like double shift on tuesday like what is what is your prospecting schedule look like i'm gonna be very honest that it's not um consistent but i am working i am um working towards that i'm actually in in vulcan seven like i'm the west coast like you know, person that people can jump in. And so that holds me accountable because I know I put it out there that people are going to be coming in from the West Coast. So um, keeps me in line. But I typically prospect about like three, like three times a week for three hours. So, all right. So wait, so tell me a little bit more about yeah. what you have people jumping into. You have like a, a prospecting session. Like what is, what, that's you know, right. What is that? That's right. Well, it's, it's more like I, I have this zoom link out there oh. and anyone is welcome. Even if they're listening to this on the West coast, if you're looking for accountability to just, you know, chime in, it is going to be, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be a boring group because we're all like, on camera, they're all on mute. 
but we're all doing the prospecting. And I think that's pretty cool because it shows people that there's, you know, there's other agents that are also um, calling and, 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 and doing oh, the work. I mean, it's head down, blinders on, make some money, right? That's right. Got it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So, you know, and I, th I think the thing is in a perfect world, you know, when life doesn't get in the way, you know, we want to put in three hours a day, five days right. a week, you know, yet if you're consistently doing nine to 10 to 11 to 12, it's it's a little bit of a kick up, you know what I mean? To get to get it going. Right. And it's just making the schedule of, I mean, I, I think you can agree with me on that, right? Yes, it's, I always say it's like building a muscle, right? So if it's my win, if I'm doing three hours and i look at it like within a quarter if i'm consistent i track it i like have like these little marks and i just like okay i did this day and so i can see for the month um because i just don't want to go back to the same routine which i find agents keep doing if they're inconsistent but then they go back to the same routine and then they wonder like this pain of like why am i not getting something something's wrong so I think I've been in the business and also obsessed with like learning the skills of how to do things and, and the patience of like what it really takes like time-wise. So then I realized that, okay, it's like a quarter thing. Real estate's always a quarter thing. If you prospect within that quarter, you will have amazing second, third or whatever quarter you started. So I, I see it the same with like call calling. It's like a new skill for me. I'm not going to jump in and say, I'm going to disturb because I still have sphere of influence and i have um i'm also a mom so i have a busy schedule um but i have to work a schedule that i know that i'm i'm able to pull through and see if i'm being effective and if i'm not maybe i have to practice on my skills or there's another level that i need to reach um after seeing if i'm you know if it's all planning out <laughs> so what you're telling me is you're systematic and schedule or I was going to say orientated and systematic and schedule oriented. Is that correct? I learned to be that way because uh, I've learned the successful people are that way. So it's, I think it's a, it's a good way to track and measure. Oh yeah. I mean, especially when you have a family, you have kids, you know, it's, right. fitting, it's fitting everything into a box. I mean, I'm the same, I got three kids, you know what I mean? And you know, it's fitting, you know, your dance class and your, Boy Scouts and your basketball and your and you know all that stuff into into one box on top of working and you know running a successful business like you run right absolutely and it's also like it, like you don't want to go in the sign of insanity of doing things over and over and over right so at some point the brain says like it, it goes into like is this really working and of course it's gonna work if you're consistent but the brain is gonna say it's not working because you're inconsistent and you have zero results. So I'm just, I just do that measure. Like, hmm. oh, that's, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> and because the, 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 when you think about everything, you know, when it comes to the brain and tricking your mind and, you know, mm -hmm. doing all that stuff, it's like, how can I put this? It's like, you know, it's tricking your mind to know that what you're doing may not mm -hmm. yield results yet. But as you said, the first quarter for the second quarter, the second for the third, the third and the fourth and so on and so forth. I think it's That's so important, right. you know, that, you know, that you said that there. So, um, so, you know, talk to me about your business, like, you know, your production, like, you know, what, what you know, what's, what are you most proud about? You know, when, you know, when it comes to the production of the business. I am so proud that we bought last year here. And I feel like that has everything to do with prospecting. 
So oh, I also still do open houses. That's something that I've learned from the beginning. It's how I've generated business. Um, like when I first started real estate. And so I still continue doing that. So it's also good to do what actually works, right? And not right. just give it up. So then I've, so then I was doing an open house in Newport Beach, eyeing this specific neighborhood. As I was seeing the market being very steady, I was looking at the buyers coming in and telling me like where they're at and buying, how long, because that's another reason why I do open houses to meet buyers and to see where they're really at, right? Because that in data equals like, okay, you have knowledge. Now you know how the market is going. And so, um, and so I was eyeing this neighborhood and then when it, when it dropped, I mean, it was, I lived in a townhouse, like a townhouse community. It was listed for 1.4 and then it dropped to like 950 and I dove in and nobody, this is a hard community to get in. Like there's never homes for sale. It's like one or two, maybe a quarter that's up for sale. And then they get sold so quickly. So the rates increase during that time, 7%. So this is where buyers were like, Heck no, I'm not going to buy when I was telling my buyers, go ahead and buy because everybody has to now, you know, um, if a seller really needs to sell, they're going to adjust, they're going to be workable. So that's when I came in and I bought my property and I, I thought to myself like, wow, that's the beauty of being in this business. That's the beauty of even in during that time I'm prospecting. It's not like I had a lot of leads and my business was going all high. It was it was still like the same. I was it, you know, I was going through like the motions of what's going on in the market, but I was able to get an opportunity because I was tracking the market and I was seeing what was out there. It was either a client of mine or me that was going to jump in. And so I just we were able to jump in and purchase. So it's and now it's like worth the 1.4. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That's that's great. And it's you know it's not it, like I can tell the way you're speaking, the smile that comes into your face, is that that was really important for you, yeah. wasn't it? It was important to us, and not just that. I also experience other miracles with other clients. That's what I always say. Like this market always shifts, but there's way. It's like you have to learn the shift. Like you have, like I see it. It's like a playing field. So you have to know how people are playing in order to win. So I got other clients and amazing opportunities, again, unheard of. They weren't qualified high and they were able to sweep in, get something and boom, within like six months. Now they have like 100K equity. It's like the market is amazing that way. It's almost like you never want to go where the ants go. You want to go where that one little ant, you want to be the ant that drifts away <laughs> and that's how you play in this market that's why i love real estate so much i can tell i love playing the market you know what i mean because i think <laughs> you know I, what happens is you know i'll be the first one to say for myself we take this so seriously you know what i mean like because right. i mean it's it's serious yet the thing is is that when you have fun with it and, mm -hmm. and i was talking to an agent the other day she's a new, brand new agent and i think you'll, you'll you'll appreciate this is she was so happy because she's brand mm -hmm. new to real estate and I'm like, do me a favor. I need you to encapsulate this moment right now yeah. because this business will be up and down and down and up and up and down and down and up. Take, just remember how you mm -hmm. feel. And whenever you feel, mm, 
remember that. So, um, all right. So, I, I I know we were talking a little bit before we popped on here that you know your your prospecting skills are mm -hmm. are, are being increased and pushed right now. They mean, are. You know, because of the price points that you're in and the market that you're in. So, can you kind of share with me a little bit about what we spoke about? Sure, but you know what I actually do. I um with I don't look at the price range. I don't look at the price range who I'm calling. I mean, sometimes it's I mean, believe it or not, it's like sometimes it's like insane. Sometimes it's like 20 million, 30 million like these homes in Laguna, because I'm also hitting like Laguna, I'm hitting like Newport, like coast. And and so it's like these are like <laughs> and I just talk to them like human beings. I go with the script and I just my whole goal is to to do the script as effective as I could and be a listener. And when they speak, I just let them speak. I, I, I don't, I don't ask the next question. I let them guide. I let them tell me as much. Cause I know if the more they tell me, the more than I'm going to know, take notes, they're going to remember me. I'm not going to be an obnoxious agent who's just like going for the hunt. <laughs> and I'm looking more for the opportunity to um, to build rapport with them, to have an opportunity to visit them, to, of course, to see their their motives if they're looking to sell, like if that really does make sense for them. And then offering them the suggestion of like, would you like for me to, you know, show you the snapshot of the current market to see if it makes sense for you to sell? Because a lot of times, you know, these clients that have that high price, they're not concerned about their next buy. They just want to make a smart, they want to make a smart um, decision if they're going to put their property up in the market. And they might have a second, third home elsewhere. They're not attached to like, I have to move somewhere. They could make it happen, but it just has to make sense for them business-wise because these are business owners. So that's how I approach it. I come in as like, let me show you the stats of the market. Let's have a conversation of what's going on. Let's see if this makes sense for you business-wise. And it could be emotional because it could be someone's home so what's the i mean what's the average because and that you you're, you're calling luxury listings right now yeah. you know, it's basically what you're doing you're calling luxury right. well i assume luxury expired so it's kind of what we're talking about yeah expired okay what's the average price point that you're calling right now would you say i think the average would be maybe about six million six million okay three so, to six million yeah so, so your average list taken then at that point is what three four five six million dollars at this point i mean is that kind of mm -hmm. what we're looking at mm -hmm. so so what's the difference the uh, let me rephrase this is there a difference no okay so let me get this straight let me get, just get this straight you're calling a half a million dollar expired and a six million dollar expired. Okay, so I say six and a half, whatever. There's there's no difference in that conversation at all. We all use the same scripts, same words. It's all human, human touch. They're human. At the end of the day, they have the emotions. 
They have the reasons of why they took their property off the market. If they yell at me, hey, I can get yelled at by someone who has a home that's 400, right? Like in my area. Like they will tell me, don't disturb me. Six million would say, don't disturb me. A 400 would say like, yeah, I'm not looking to sell right now. Like possibly like next year, we're not sure. Same answer on the six million. Yeah, we're not sure if we're looking to sell right now. Right now probably is not a good time. Like next, maybe next year, but it's, and what I'm saying, it's, it's no different. So 400, I have to look at their stats and see if it makes sense for them. 6 million, I have to look at their stats in their neighborhood and see if it makes sense for them. All the same. So was there like the, you know, when you went, because what was your average price point before you moved? You know, you know, what were you looking at? About 800. Okay. So, okay. All right. Now that's, so that's, I'm here. no, that's pretty, that's pretty odd. I love it. I love this. Um, because I, I think, I don't think I know what's happening is a lot of agents, they get rather, not rather, they get very intimidated. They do. You know, you know, when they hear that. So what was your, like, when did you realize, you know what, this is no different. Like what, there has to have been like an aha moment, if you will. You know, what's so interesting is that when I first started real estate, I was in Downey and I was selling homes that were 400, 600, because this was like 10 years ago. Right. And I got an opportunity to sell a home that was um, 1.2. And everybody in my office was like, what the heck? Right. And I didn't have a fancy car. I was I was probably two, three years in the business or something like that. The way I met this seller is I was just doing open house like I always did. And she was just a lead. And she just so happens to have this gorgeous home. And I went there and I and I I was so nervous, but I just did the stats and I sat with her and we discussed the process of selling and where they're at, why they're going to be selling like their big whys. They were um retiring and um they just they sold their businesses and now they wanted to sell this last to sell this beautiful property and and so then i listed it it sat in the market for like i had to do a price adjustment because i was really nervous i was like how do you make so we were at 1.2 and i had them make an adjustment seventy five thousand, <laughs> and they did it and then it sold and that I think I remember myself back then and I say, oh, well, no different. No okay. different. Like now it's six million. So let's just it's again, it's looking at the data and seeing like, so at this price range, what would be the drop? What would be the significant drop to cause movement? It might be a million. I don't know. It might. I, I just I have to look at the location and the same thing. If I'm selling a home that's 400, I'm looking at the sets. What's the drop? Is it a 10,000, 15? What would cause movement? And just being crystal clear with the owner about that and seeing if if it works for them or not and why it and why it doesn't. See, it's just so, so interesting to me. Like I said, I, you know, it's just so interesting to me when you deal with those higher price points and <laughs> She's like, she's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's all the same thing. It's just a different decimal point on it. You know, that's really about it. And and, and what you don't realize is, is I think you're helping a lot of people today um, sharing this information because 
a lot of people that get stuck in their own brains about this type of of, of property sure. and um yeah it's yeah. just it, it's, it's a very interesting concept they feel like they need to be someone in order to speak to these people but i the way i see is that there's a lot of entrepreneurs there's a lot of people that have gained massive success that they're not like generational wealth so when they see someone who's just professional who's being real who's giving them the stats who's going to go to bat for them who knows how to negotiate who knows the contracts inside and out who studies the market that's who they're going to select because they're going to be like yeah like you remind me of me but you're just not where I'm at. But that doesn't matter because they only care about, are they gonna get the level of service that they want? They're not looking at, okay, I have like this Lamborghini. They're not looking for, well, I need an agent who has a Lamborghini. Like they, it doesn't, that doesn't make no sense. Yeah, because entrepreneurs get entrepreneurs. Yes. So, yeah. I always say you've got a couple personality types and the fifth personality type is a salesperson because a salesperson you can be about as straightforward with and they'll appreciate it right backwards. It's my favorite people to work with. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's what it is. I guess, okay, for the agent who wants to go into luxury, so you got, if this person, think about if they're an entrepreneur, they run businesses. So then I guess that's the only match a per agent has to be is that you have to operate like a business mm -hmm. and you have to, you know, be an entrepreneur, meaning like you got to do what it takes. So if it's call calling, if it's door knocking, if it's having massive open house, like it's just doing things at a very high level because this is what, this is how they operate. Or, right, you go to another client that maybe they are used to working a nine to five. They have no a way, they, they, they're more like they operate with a schedule. Someone gives them a schedule. So then you could show up and be the agent who gives them a schedule and that probably makes sense to them. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's being, it's like any, it's the, the fun part is it's being a chameleon and that's what we do. Yes. Whether it's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred thousand, a million, a hundred million, it doesn't yes. really make a difference. We have to be chameleons and meet with the people that re, that we relate to. And it's our job yes. to relate to anybody. So, so let, let, let me ask you, I ask everybody this question yeah. I ask everybody, and I'm really intrigued to hear what your answer yeah. is. Okay? So you, sure. you're, you're sitting, you're sitting in your office, you know what I mean? You're pulling out some comps for a $73 million property. Okay. Yeah. And an agent walks past your desk and is like, Susan, what is one piece of advice you have for me? What would that be? Bring your A game. <laughs> Bring your A game because that's what is going to make you relate to people. I had someone tell me that was super successful when I first started in the business that Susan, you can't be like Marie, you can't be like Michael, you can't. And these were top agents in my office. Because if the moment you act like Michael and Marie, these, your clients are not going to know who you are. Right. But if you come in as yourself, as your perfect whole self who wants to dominate kick ass in your business, then that's the person who's going to win the business. So that's what I would tell them is just go your authentic self, but just improve yourself with scripts and get a coach and, you know, do what you have to do to get yourself in the business, like become that business person that you envision yourself with, but that, 
but be more of yourself in it because then that's going to open opportunities. That's what I would say. I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm just saying, not saying that to be nice either. That, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, final words before we uh, head out for the day, what do you got? Kick ass and uh, know your measures. That's the only way and stop chasing the shiny object. <laughs> <laughs> true it's true it's true all right all right susan so thank you so much for being here today i genuinely appreciate it oh, now let's you. you're welcome you're welcome so let's say someone is like oh my gosh i have a 77 billion dollar seller in in newport beach how do they yeah. get in touch with you what's the best way to get in touch with you okay so give me a call text me that's the best thing it's it's just text me i'll get a hold of you very quickly my number is 949 933-9794. Can you repeat that one more time for those in the back? 933, I mean, sorry, 949-933-9794. Excellent. Susan, thank you so much for being here today. Um, I genuinely appreciate it. I wish you nothing but the best in your business. Oh, and um, can you make you, thank you. Can you do me a huge favor? Sure. Have an amazing day. I'll see you guys all later. Take care of yourselves.